Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Railworks Video Game Choo Choo's Anime Podcast. I am your host, Rose. That is my name. Uh, and with me, as always, is Elvie. Hello. Hello. And John. Hi, folks. Unfortunately, Maverick is out on assignment doing, I don't know, he's probably watching, like, some Gundam, right? Like, he's, he's on his rampage where he's watching, like, all of them. Very scary. Maybe. I mean, if, if I remember correctly, he was talking about how Xenoblade 1 kind of just had him. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, you know, Xenoblade 1's kind of like Gundam. Yeah, I could see that. Like, like in themes a little bit, like the way that it's structured, I think. Like the main story, at least. No, no, yeah. I, I can definitely see what you mean. But maybe someday he'll get to Xenoblade Chronicles X and then he'll really pop off. That will there. actually be Gundam, yes. <laughs> yeah. I keep entertaining the notion of replaying that game, but let's be real. These games are 7,000 hours long. And that's They're so fucking not viable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, we're here to talk about anime, not just games that are like anime. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we're not break, fully breaking the rules. We're okay. Yeah, exactly. There's, it's, it's adjacent. Um, but yeah, um, I, uh, we don't have, like, any, any, you know, seasonal thing to catch up. We're just doing our normal week-to-week, finally. It feels like everything's been thrown off, because I feel like we've had to play catch-up with, like, just seasonal anime of the week. We've had, like, a gimmick every single episode, basically, <laughs> for, like, the last three months. Uh, so, this time it's just a normal episode. Just gonna be pretty, probably, light and quick, and, uh, take it easy. Uh, LV, Sure. Hello. La- last time, I... I was going to ask you about this, but then I remembered. I do really want to hear you. I was going to ask you about the Fire Hunter, okay? Yeah. But, but, I have a friend who has been watching Revenger and posting about how insane it is every week. <laughs> so I really do want to hear you talk about Revenger. Uh, okay. Yeah, Revenger. Uh, so, God. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to... I think I had a certain expectation of this show being like, oh, I don't know. Like, I was thinking... I forgot the name already of the series, and I never really watched it, like, when it came out. But this... It's... It, it seemed to have been, like, a staple, like, around late 90s, early 2000s anime, where there, all, where there was always some sort of episodic series involving a group of guys. They're going around... Yeah, yeah like, a lot of mercenary-type episodic series, right? <laughs> Um, and this is a set, Revenger is set, is is essentially, that's the premise of it, you know, um, 
but it's bored. I don't know. It, it, I'll just go into talk about it. This is an original anime. This is not based on anything. This is an original anime. Um, um, and it's important to note that uh, uh, Jen Urobuchi uh, is, is a writer for this show. Is one of the writers for the show. Um, and this takes place around feudal Japan with some weird, like, anachronistic stuff thrown in. Um, and the beginning of the series revolves around this samurai. Um, and this is the first episode, so I'll just go into it completely. And um, he kills his uh, fi- his fiance's father. Uh, he-, he kills his father-in-law um, because mm. he was misled by the order of something, by the order of someone. Um, he was like, he was like thrown into some conspiracy and yeah, he just fucking kills him. Um, and, um, uh, turns out, oh shit. Oh shit. Why did I do that? You know, all, all this whole thing. So for a while he had to, he had to like lay low a bit. And, and then for, and then as a result, they had to like, they, they he, had, he had to figure out something and pull some strings to imply he he and his father-in-law died in the same massacre that he created uh he runs into basically this other guy who's like okay i'll help you out we got we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, f- we're gonna fuck that guy up that led you to do this that led you astray and they do uh but unfortunately it's all too late um because he tries to go back home and he's like, oh shit, oh yeah. And then he finds out his fiance, unfortunately, honor killed herself. She, she, she just killed herself out of like how horrible, how horrible everything happened to her, all that. She's not, you know, all that. Um, and holy shit, <laughs> very bleak, very bleak as star. It's like, oh, okay. And then now he's like, I have nothing to live for. So I guess I'll join, you know, these group of guys. And now we're going to go around fulfilling the revenge plots for other people. Um, and uh, the name of the group is literally called the Revengers. Uh, it's not, it's nothing. Be- Great. Yeah. So the, Why, so fuck it, right. Like, just like, sure, what it. else? <laughs> yeah. Just sells it. But of course they have a front, they have like a little store, they have a little general store and, and that's where they kind of live. That's like their permanent, like living location. But there are a group of guys that are f- all freaks in some way, uh, going around, yeah, fulfilling revenge plots for other people or whatever, else, whatever sort of a random piece of injustice they find on the streets of feudal era Japan. Um, and, uh, yeah, after that, this main, th- this per, this samurai, yeah, he becomes like a ronin essentially. He's now like a disgraced samurai, so to speak. Um, he kind of just fades away into the background. It's like, oh, we got the we got this crazy, really upsetting like backstory for him. So now he just kind of fades in and 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 be- and and becomes part of the blob now that is this group. Um, and it's funny now because I mentioned it uh, before we started recording um, in our in our anime pod group chat. Um, how I I started realizing this series re- reminds me a lot of Hellgirl. Uh, (laughs) and 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 the similar premise that okay here's this group of weirdos that are are going around fulfilling the grudges of people fulfilling their desires to get back at someone um but but much differently so and and this is very much like a more of like a like this is very more this is more grounded 
in, in terms of like, oh yeah, these are a group of vigilantes and there isn't like some sort of higher supernatural thing going on that is like more esoteric. And it, it's it's more, you can kind of get what's going on. But at the same time, yeah, we, we're, we're thrown into this series without really like unpacking who each character is, which is similar to how Hellgirl starts. You're just like, okay, sure. You just have to accept that this is the reality that we're, we're, we're living in, in this, in this, in the series. Um, but yeah, um, one of the characters, um, besides the samurai, whose name is Raizo, um, as I was talking about, is Tappa. They introduce him in the second episode. He is a doctor and he goes around treating, and again, like, I, I'm not sure exactly, like, what's the historical reference, but like, he's, there's a recurring thing now where he's like, um, running into a lot of people who have this particular disease and I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if it's like supposed to be representative of syphilis or something, but like, yeah, he's basically treating people who are like, you know, outcasts or society, all that. That's like, you know, very, you know, makes a lot of sense, but also he used to be a pirate. So <laughs> he's, his build is quite large. He's a very hulking, massive man. And, um, he creates, he's, he, he crafts, he's like their weaponsmith. He's doing all these sorts of things. Like, why is this one character? Uh, he crafts all these sorts of pretty insane weapons that don't really make sense for the time period. Like, like the first thing we see him do, um, is like shoot a guy with a bow and arrow, but the bow and arrow looks like a fucking monster hunter ass. I don't know how to describe it. It looks like. <laughs> An out of place monster hunter type weapon thing, or something you, w- you would find in a video game. Speaking of video games, um, and yeah, they and it's very cartoonish, very silly. Another character, and yeah, another character who's like, um, is this young boy, and like he actually has a very androgynous appearance, and his whole thing is that, uh, he actually likes to kind of like help, like his his whole method when it comes to like helping in regards to the killing of people, and all, like he knows how to like deal with. And tinker with devices to kind of like, you know, mess with people in covert ways, and yeah, I, yeah, and you again, like, which I feel like is, um, <clears throat> you know, like, eh, like an iffy thing to kind of depict. But like his androgynous appearance is used to manipulate like men who think he's like a girl and all that, and it's like ah, that's you know. But I kind of get it. Like I get what this. Like he's like used as bait. Um, and now we have the secondary character, who is this lacquerware artist. Um. And <laughs> and his character is the one who really like uh, hell girl. Uh, um, he is Christian, uh, and that, I, I'm just saying that because that is his character. He is Christian. He is. Yeah. They, they're not really. They're not saying the word Christian in the show, but he is clearly some sort of like he's he's in some sort of Christian group in feudal Japan, and. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense uh, in that era. There were yeah, 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 and uh, you know, yeah, this is de- yeah, this is clearly way past post Westernization, um, and um, the Christian organization is the mob. They're like a- <laughs> they're like a All weird. Right. They're like a cult. They're like a group of weird. They're also their own group of weirdos, and like at the end of each day, he like goes to like this to one of them, and you know, they're like oh, you know, they're praying whatever, and then. They're, they also they also have some sort of weird conspiracy going on. It's it's fucking weird. Um, but his whole thing is when he what he 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 nails the final blow when they murder people, and this is what really got me. He kills people by slapping a sheet of goil, gold lacquer over someone's face so they will suffocate when it dries. Okay. <laughs> this is a lot. 
First of all, you're wasting that lacquer, dude. Like, that is expensive shit, especially yeah. in this time period. But the the funniest thing is he kneels down in front of them and he starts praying and he has the tattoo of the Virgin Mary of Guadalupe on his back. <laughs> and he, like, prays over that person until they die. And it reminds me a lot of the repeated uh, sequence yeah. in Hell Girl when she lifts up her kimono sleeve and says, I guess you'll have to die. <laughs> Perhaps it is time to die. I but, think we need more of that, honestly. I'm not <laughs> with you. Like, I was just going off about episodic stuff before the show. We need uh, traditions. We need bits. We need more of it. You're right. And this is what this show has. But, I, like, going in the first episode, I was like, oh, gosh, this is a fucking... Like, this is a very violent show. This is, like... Yeah. This is, this is Quentin Tarantino level of, like, unapologetic, gratuitous violence, but to the point where it's, like, cartoony, so it's not as bad, but it's still like, whoa, that's fucked up. Um... <clears throat> But then you have that fucking man do that. Like, you have, like, you have the fucking doctor slash pirate, whatever, big-ass man just, just breaking people's skulls or whatever, shooting air, you know. And, and, and again, the little, the young boy who, uh, who, the first, I think it was the first or second, he killed someone with a kite. So I, I put a note here saying, like, remember the death, the weird umbrella death in an, another word, girl falls in an umbrella and just dies? This boy killed someone with a kite by like strangling them with the with the line, and they just died. Like, <laughs> and, I'm like and I'm like, wait, this is fucked up. But I just started laughing. It's it's really cartoonish. And then yeah, you cap it off with artist guy, you know, artist guy just choking people with a piece of gold foil, and then <laughs> and then pray. It's really insane. It's an insane show. It is truly an insane show. And, and, and yeah, it, it does explore a lot of serious stuff. Like, like again, the first episode, we're like, oh my God, that's such a bleak story. And then going on where, you know, one of the other stories is like, um, again, I forgot the details. I forget the details because I got everything else is just blurring my head. But like, um, yeah, like being, you know, being, you know, not shying away from some of the cruelty that goes on in some of the brothels and like, you know, like, like again, and like I mentioned with the doctor character, like all the, like a lot of these people who are disabled or sick being, you know, it is exploring all these serious themes. And like, these are a group of people who sincerely want to help these outcasts of society. And then, yeah, like who, they were all wronged in some way or rejected in some way from society. So now they're coming together to do to murder me, to assassinate on behalf of these people, right? But then, yeah, you have insane shit like that. Like, that's just... Am I... Is it <laughs> The dissonance between, like, this is really screwed up, but also this is very silly. Um, so I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I, I think, like, a, <clears throat> a particular standout thing for me, too, is, like, um, I, the issue with, like, yeah, this character, the samurai character, who they kind of framed as the main character, so to speak, <clears throat> has kind of just faded to the background. Like, okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a sore throat. Because I'm laughing and, like, ha, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's just kind of, like, I right now, I don't know if we're going to circle back to that. But, like, yeah, we, like, got his fill on the first episode alone. Now he's just, like, eh. He kind of has no character now compared to, like, everyone else who's, like, a bigger freak than him. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in the rest of the series. Like, I don't know if there's going to be, like, a larger, I, which I think there will be, because, I, like I was mentioning, th this Christian organization seems to have weird 
stuff going on and there seems to be some sort of conspiracy with that but so far yeah it's like been pretty episodic but i think we're at a point in the series right now that we're kind of like oh okay there's gonna be something else going on but yeah um i don't know if i would recommend the series though to be honest like i said this is a very crap this is a series where like yeah if you like Django Unchained, for instance, like if you like a Kill Bill, right? Like that's something like someone can tolerate, right? I think I think you can find enjoyment in this series because <laughs> I, I I I I'm I'm someone who's saying this 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 is something more goofy than gratuitous, um, but I don't know if it'll get worse, right? <laughs> that's yeah, another right. thing too. Yeah, I don't know, like will it actually get stuff like this? Yeah, it's yeah. Just like all of a sudden, one bad episode is right. takes it too far. Yeah, right. That's insane. I- General Bucci. Yeah, his spirit <laughs> lives on. He's not dead, but he's just—he's been working with the puppets for now. So, uh-huh. <laughs> thank God for that. I'm grateful <laughs> every day. Um, I think more people need therapy like that. <laughs> <laughs> let me try. Let me try. I'm trying to think of how to. I can't. I can't formulate. Here, uh, <laughs> episodic. Uh, I've been watching High Card which Maverick has talked about before. I think Maverick is still ahead of me. I'm only on episode like five or six. Um, but I will say this. High Card is great. I will second Maverick's opinion. I think it's 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 a really fun show. Very low stakes. You don't have to like, you know, put your thinking cap on or anything. You don't have mm-hmm. to like really think too hard about it in general. Like it's, it's, it's well composed. It's well structured. It's well animated. It's fun. It's uh, it's a real like cry back to those type. It's it's, it's basically a Sentai show, realistically, but without like suits or any, well, they're wearing like dress suits, but it's like, you know, hey, there's a guy of the week who has a magic power. And, <laughs> guy of the week. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's a lady, but usually it's a oh. guy. Um, and uh, the the high card guys are gonna go out there and they're gonna put a stop to it. And uh, I'm still in the part where they're sort of doing one episode per person, basically, to introduce the cast. Uh, but it's still been fun. Like, they, they all have goofy-ass powers. Um, <laughs> Maverick's talked about it, but, like, there's a rich boy whose power is he can turn any amount of money that's near him into something equal to that value. So, like, he's just constantly, like, throwing suitcases of money into the air and then turning it into, like, missiles that he fires at people and stuff <laughs> like that which is really fun. Uh, there was one where it was like, he threw a bunch of money out of an airplane to drop a safe on someone. And he was like, that's the most expensive safe in the world. <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's used in the most secure bank in the world. It should, it should be good enough. It's just stuff like that. Silly stuff. Well, one guy is immortal as long as he has, uh, uh, he can burn excess calories basically to keep himself immortal. So he's always eating food. It's pretty good. Um, the main character just has a gun. It's a very good gun. <laughs> that's that's it. It's it's sort of like mis- it's basically Mista, except if the bullets weren't <laughs> stupid, I guess. Uh, and uh, there's a girl who has a cursed sword that turns her into a like uh, like a, you know like you know very classical like oh wow she's she's really good at sword play but she tries to fight people using only the sheath basically so she never has to take the sword out because it turns her into like a demon lady mm-hmm. but like demon lady just means it's just her but her ponytail gets let down and then this is the part that gets me and i think this is the only slide i have against this show they inflate her boobs 
and they oh, show it happening like of like <laughs> she's turning into this the other evil's woman in or the whatever booms. yeah it's just that's like, where the evil stored <laughs> just the cut to like them inflating was like killing me when it happened i was like, like oh, oh no yeah like to what end the darkness inside the of darkness. her heart was overflowing <laughs> um and I don't know what the last guy is yet because I haven't gotten his episode yet. But yeah, there's like they're just a squad. They work for like we said when we read the description, they work for Pinocchio Cars, <laughs> uh, just a car company, and they work for the King of Fourland to gather all the cards. <laughs> these fifty-two playing cards that give people magical powers. And again, nothing crazy, nothing like so like wow, mind blowing. I'm blown away. But it's it's a good solid original anime. It is completely episodic, which is this is basically what I wanted out of Licorice Recoil. Like straight mm-hmm. up, like it is you know funny little action hijinks every week that have like connective tissue of like. You know, hey, this make this relates to X character, or this this relates to Y power, stuff like that, or this establishes something about the world instead of just like everything is a conspiracy. You know, like it's the conceit. I think immediately makes that that, that, that won't happen, uh, and it's just fun for to just see. You know, I love when people invent powers. Basically, right? Like that's the novelty of comic books in general. It's just like what's insane dude will they invent for batman this week or whatever and that's very much here of just like do the, what there was a woman who like i'm trying to think of some of these villains let's see there was a guy who could like just make clones of himself i guess but it was just like he felt the pain of all the clones because he wasn't actually cloning himself he was just like <gasps> duplicating himself oh. or something um like dividing uh, there was a woman who could do like huge flame powers but she had to like worship and do like like basically like do mass at a statue of a guy who is on fire every day to get the powers <laughs> uh there was a dude who just made himself rock he just turned into rocks so they just sink him in the water <laughs> uh it's just fun stuff they just fool around they just it's it's fun it's nothing serious there's no like Grand Ambitions, I'm sure this is probably... I, I tried looking into it, and I didn't seem like there was a gotcha game for this, but this totally feels like the type of thing where it's like, we're working into extended media for this or something. But I, it's, it doesn't feel like it's suffering in that sense. I think it's totally like its own fun little self-contained week-to-week thing. Um, I highly recommend it because, again, it has been crucial in wanting to keep watching anime but not having, like, brain power to uh you know watch something like in depth like gundam or something like that gundam a show for children but you know what i mean like uh, it's super low-key super fun just easy going i highly recommend that um i'm i'm excited to i I hope hopefully i'll get caught up by next time so i can talk with maverick on the level about it because i've just sort of been always behind um john you know speaking of gundam you watched a little bit more of witch of Mer- from mercury right because i think yeah. you want to just so, sort of like polish it off i will be completely honest with you um i've been working like six days in a row um mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm i'm real tuckered out but i did get some anime time in today before we started recording um so i watched like two episodes of witch from mercury uh I got to ep- I got, I got I watched episodes five and six, so I'm halfway through now. Everybody, um, really, I, I I I am 
I, I started to realize it while everyone was like wrapping that show up, but now I fully agree with my my own uh my past what, what basically what I guessed was happening was that I dropped it right when it started to get more interesting. So uh-huh. I, I fucked up. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, that, that's like, that's totally what I was trying to like convey at the time. I was like, Oh, it's really sad. Like I totally understood where you were coming from with like mm-hmm. all of your criticisms because they, they do linger, let's say mm-hmm. a little too long, but yeah. And it's like, they even, like they they, they they start to recontextualize all that stuff like right around like five and six and again like it's it's like that stuff is necessary in order to start to pivot towards the whole Soleta is being used by everyone basically you know like she, she is she is a, she's a pawn in so many people's games um and you know, I think it is it is pretty essential to just kind of show that, like, you know, her mindset is very just like, I'm a normal teenage girl. I am fretting over relationships. And, you know, does this boy like me? Does this girl like me? I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just nervous while everyone's like, actually, you're you're a, you're a magic space warrior and we need your powers yeah. to take over the galaxy. And, she, you know, it's it's just. Yeah, it, it's it's ne- it's necessary stuff, but. You know, I, I, it 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 was just I was just like, all right, let's get to it. But now that we're on to where it is, I'm like, all right, now I'm interested. Now I'm invested. I want to see what's going on. Um, I I I will continue to to watch. Uh, you know, because yes, I I am I am interested now, but also because I did see that the local toy store did have some Witch from Mercury uh Gundam sets in, and um. If if they get the aerial in, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that up and build it because the aerial is so fucking cool. Um, Good luck. Everyone seems to be struggling even still to get one. No, yeah, they're they're just oh, it's it's crazy. a fucking sick it's a sick design. I mean, they had yeah. a bunch of a uh, of a uh, ghouls guel is it guel 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 yeah. they had a lot of guels uh Gundam they're not Gundam uh mech there so yeah. uh. I don't, I don't know if that means that people don't like it or maybe they just I don't know. It looked kind of cool. I thought about it, but you know, I I I I bought a um oh what did I get? Oh yeah. I got a uh, I got an Arceus model. That's what I got instead. Pokemon. That's still pretty good. I mean, yeah, you know, Pokémon Brain, Pokémon Day just happened, so you know how it is, but um yeah, that, that that I mean, you know, I yeah, I I don't I don't have much to say again cuz I yeah, watched yeah. two episodes, but um probably by the next time we talk, I'll be able to talk more. It's just yeah, I I just I I had to take a fucking nap earlier just because I was like, bro, I'm so tired. I do not blame you. No, yeah, cuz it was like I I was opening I was like opening one day and closing the other and like you know like they had me come in extra early on the weekend. Ugh, but and I was and I was editing a fucking video for them too. I was doing a lot. So please y'all, I had to do I had to do a lot. Anime was not on my plate and also I I, I was gaming too. So, you know, shit yeah, shit shit's I, all over the place. It's a lot easier to play a video game than read subtitles is uh, believe me, I have been feeling that. <laughs> No, for sure, for sure. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, 
I, I am I am enjoying that. I, I am still I am still thinking about what I want to watch otherwise because yeah, I'm not really watching anything this season. I mean, you you and Maverick, you and Maverick keep talking about like High Card and Trigun, and I I feel like Trigun I'm I'm a bit more interested in. Uh, I do just kind of want to check it out. Um, yeah, have you watched any of that? Before? I haven't watched any Trigun. No, so that is something that okay. you know is, is is a bit of a, a a gap in my knowledge. So no, I'm I'm definitely interested in it. Um, but I, I am also you know like my 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 thing is I am I am currently trying to do the thing where I'm trying to like train my um my attention span to be more normal, you know, because I'm uh. just like. Like you know, like I I I I watched Liz and the Bluebird early. Like I watched that a couple of days ago. Like way before we were supposed to turn it in, I guess. So that that was me just trying to be like, I'm on the ball here. I'm doing something to keep keep up with it. So that way, whatever else I watch is the the extra bonus content. You know, the extra stuff mm. we can talk about. So that that's that was my anime thought process i suppose um no yeah so i i i, I will watch more stuff for sure it, it is yeah. just like t- today was just the weird day of like having to do that and i had to do a bunch of other stuff too so it's just like anime anime will return john will talk about anime next time <laughs> um but what which for mercury is neat um God, that just this is just cool robots. I just I just keep thinking about the fucking the aerial and also the 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 mech um that Elon piloted. That was a really cool one too. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I think they have a lot of really good designs in that show mm-hmm. in general. Um It makes sense to me why like like I I've said we've talked about this before, but like it makes sense to me why Ariel sold out so quick because it's like the quintessential Gundam design. But like the rest are all great too. I think they're all like really good, especially as it keeps going when they introduce the other witches and stuff like that mm-hmm. later in the series. Um, another thing that I really liked also just Gwell is great. I think like I he doesn't do a lot, but like I was scared he would just be like a long haul type bully who realizes he's wrong type character but he yeah he starts to like yeah he he's just like all right you know what i fucked up i gotta fix my shit and i'm you know i'm here to support saletta here yeah and i i liked i liked seeing that and it's very interesting to see (laughs) everything that happens to him over the course of that season Mm. um yeah um all right, LV, LV, LV. I'll yeah. let you pick what you'd like to talk about since I'm oh, always man. requesting <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> descriptors. Sure. Oh. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, I guess I, I might as well just start off from they're finally out of the woods in Uruma. They're, oh, they're, they're finally goodness. out. They're off the boat. They're, they're off the boat. They're they're free. No, they're not quite free. They're still... God, that was like what fifteen episodes, sixteen. Yeah, episodes? that was most of the season. That that arc took up most of the season. Their tournament. <laughs> That's crazy compared to like I feel like, like I'm I'm behind. I'm way behind. I'm mm-hmm. only like I was like halfway through that arc probably. And, right. Uh, but but it was really surprising to me how long it kept going because like previous era arcs, like three episodes. Yeah, they wrap it up. They they really stretched out this one. Um, 
And now there's only yeah, and then it's it's wrapping up in a couple episodes, the Holy Ruma season. Oh. Um, well, they're out. <laughs> They're out of the woods, uh, and, um, what's the word? Uh, they're out of the woods. I, I, I don't know. It's like, it's like a <laughs> lot happened, but I actually don't know how to describe what happened. Cause I, I don't want to go into like, oh, every single character did this. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I guess to sum- summarize it, it's, it's like they're out of the woods. Um, I forgot his name. Why did I forget his name? Uh, well, anyway, like, Aruma's team partner. Um, and I know, could him. never remember his name. I can't remember. For it's, the life it's the of one me. who, yeah, I, I don't remember it's his like, class. begins names. with an L or something. Wow. I can remember like some of them in the moment when I'm looking at them, but him, I can never do it. It's I, Yeah, first, and then, and he was like actually important and very involved too, and I don't know his name. Um, anyway, they, yeah, they got, they, they, they won. They got the highest. They got the highest amount of points, and and there was a whole kerfuffle. We're like, I, and I don't remember this other character. I don't remember any of their names <laughs> beyond the trio. Um, oh, it's lead. Yeah, lead. There you go. Oh my god. First of all, why would I remember that? <laughs> no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I remember. You don't have an like, interesting name. I yeah. remember Jazz all the time because he's like <laughs> super easy to remember. But it's like uh, so many of them. Yeah. But yeah, the, he he and we they won. They they like made it through that, and it was because they found the um. They found like the particular plant that was like, oh yeah, if you find us, like you'll this highly coveted like rare uh plant, um, the sacred leaf, the something leaf, um, and there was a whole uh, kerfuffle when they were counting their points, uh, be, like where um again I don't remember this other character's name. Anyway, another character got all this fruit. Like, basically, basically anyone who forged the most insane things from the forest and survived, like, they got, they got bonus points. But anyway, they had a brief, you know, fake drama over, like, oh, no, he won, and Iruma, like, actually had an interesting character moment where he actually expressed disappointment, I think, in a way that I don't think we've ever seen in the rest of the series, where he, like, actually was mad that he didn't win, or, like, he was like, I tried so hard, and, like, he actually acknowledged, like, the feeling of feeling thankless, I, I guess. Like, I, I guess that's mm-hmm. the word. But, um, and, and we never, you know, we never see him be selfish. And I, I think that was a very interesting moment that we seen him feel selfish for a bit where he's like, well, I should have won or like what, all my efforts put me up. But ultimately, like, recount, they're fine they, because of that insane rare secret plant they got, something leaf, sacred leaf. I get, it, I don't know what it is. Um, they got, he, he, yeah, there you go. Thank you. You're fact checking for me, uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> but both he and Lead were crowned the young demon kings of the Harvest Festival, which is what the whole thing is called. Um, and uh, and yeah, and yeah, they they it, they just like basically went through a whole closing ceremony of like, yeah, everyone got a rank up, etc., or even couple ranks up, depending how well they did, etc. Just like a quick um, montage of being like. Yeah, you remember when this character does? I don't remember her name. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think the one, I, the thing that stood out to me was, uh, uh, you know, Karomu, the idol girl slash she, she's like a Megane girl on the surface. She pretends to be shy. Like her whole thing were like, she now, um, 
I, again, I forgot exactly what she did specifically, but she, like, accidentally now fostered a whole new fandom as her, like, glasses. Yeah, her weird gla- dom thing. Yeah, yeah, know. she, yeah. And uh, <laughs> they said a whole thing in the ceremony to be, like, you know, rewarding her for, like, oh, my gosh, you know, you, you like, befriended most of the animals, like, in a very innocent way. But the subtext was clearly there, too. And now she's just very upset now that too many people are paying attention to her. Um, oh. But, yeah, it's, like, it's it's very, it's very funny. Um, and yeah, so, and the end of the, the part of the end of the episode too was like, um, the student council admitting they like planted, which was not like, why, why was that a surprise? We kind of knew that, um, they were admitting that like, oh yeah, we like planted this. We, we, we basically set up a lot of things in, in the, in the, in the woods and like a lot of this was actually like constructed and, <laughs> and people were like acting shocked. Like that was the case. I don't know. It was very strange. Um. But anyway, nonetheless, the plant talks. That was very scary. It's like this little gummy Gengar-looking thing when it talks. Um, and, uh, it, yeah, and again, it actually, it actually makes a, a quick, uh, reference again to the whole, like, prophecy of who the new Demon King will be. And, and it actually, it, it seemed like it was aware too that Yuruma was human the whole time, which again is very funny that that still remains, um, yeah, that still remains some. That still remains the thread in, in 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 the context of the whole series that he's human and people don't realize that or they're not bringing it up as a problem. But at this point now, we have like a couple people who know and don't have a problem with it. Um, and um, the plan explodes and uh, it it just it just it doesn't <laughs> the plan explodes and it just releases a whole like pile of you know, cherry blossoms in the air. Um, and they do make a joke too of like, this is not interesting. <laughs> We've seen this before. There are cherry blossoms in hell, apparently. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it just wraps up this, it just wraps up that arc in a very sweet way where Iruma finally gets to return home, which again, just insane to me. They sent these school kids in the woods, survivor style, right? Like, if you think about it, it's like, what do you mean? This is a normal thing in this world. Yeah, everyone was, like, reunited with their family and parents, um, and it was very cute, and, right, like, Iruma reuniting with the headmaster and all that. Um, very funny to me that um, Oz, Asmodeus, Ozkun, um, he actually accumulated no points. No, yeah, it was kind of funny that they were going through, like, how, like, what people actually did, and there were some characters who did nothing. Uh, Clara last minute at the end actually con- you can just do that? I don't know. I don't understand what the rules of this competition, despite everything, despite these 15 episodes, no idea what the fuck was going on, to be told. <laughs> were there rules? Probably. Um, like, la- like, what also helped Iruma win, and, and lead win, was Clara also donated her points. Like, you can just do that, I guess. Like, w- like, could you- I yeah, could fuck she- it. <laughs> Like I sure she's just like no I don't care we just want Iruma to it was like oh okay but then I I sure um so yeah um the next episode which I didn't see yet is like actually just gonna focus on the teachers which is probably really fun and and their perspective over the course of what happened across the different days so it, it it's really going like full focus on this particular arc and like seeing the different perspectives on it which I think is interesting and. What that, you know, I, I don't know, like, what happens next after this. Um, I, I was assuming they would get to the terrorists again. Or the oh, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Ass. I totally forgot about that, too. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, it's it it is what it is. They're they're back home. They're they're out of the woods. Amazing. <laughs> Thank and goodness. yeah, just very interesting, like, this particular season was, like, trying its best to focus on the different, the different misfits class, class, yeah. the class members. But yeah. then, sad, but, I, but maybe that's just me. Like, I, I, I didn't really, it didn't really live an imprint in my brain over being, like, I care about this character, right? Like, I still, I don't know, maybe yeah, that's just me, but that, it's clear what they tried no. to do. I still felt that way, even at the part I'm at, of, like, it's like, guess what? Like, the ones who stand out are going to be the loudest ones, like Sabnock or Jazz. Like, the people who are, like, have the most personality going on. Like, I'm not going to remember Cloud Boy, whose name I forget all Uh the time. I'm not going to remember, like, I'm not going to remember. See? There you go. I'm not going (laughs) to remember fucking the Lion Head Man, who's, like, Aliker or something. Uh It's like, I... They're still just joke characters, but it is nice that they at least, you, they utilize them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, it's utilization. Naruto, Naruto and other shows like that suffer so bad from underutilization of just, what, you get, like, one, you get two episodes with Chad, each, <laughs> like, every 7,000 chapters or something, and then it's like, why is he even here? What is he doing, you know? Like, <laughs> it's way better to utilize what you got. Right, there's like a whole school, and then if you're gonna show these characters, then you gotta like commit to that. Yeah. Um, but no, cool. I, uh, whenever I can read subtitles normally, I keep getting headaches, and then it's just like, oh, the Irima, boisterous nature of Irima, (laughs) a bit bit too much to handle. (laughs) And Um, there was a song, as they should. Oh, thank God. There was a new song. Like it's it sounded like a sad graduation song, which I guess is like poignant. But then it sounded like a graduation song. I don't know how to explain it. It sounded no, like, like a the Vitamin C graduation style, yeah. song to me. <laughs> Wish that they they have years of school left yet. They I do. Think. They're this like is only, only like... their freshman year, yeah. and they almost all died in the woods. I. <laughs> normal i'm curious very to see, normal i i've almost been wondering as we've been talking about this if this was the arc at the beginning of covid or something where like they they ended up getting like oh geez i have to like so much is happening and i don't i i i had this lined up but i have to let's really make this arc long you know like yeah, something like, like that or out. something yeah um but I'm curious to see what the long game of Irima is. I, I've been thinking about this a lot recently of just, like, what is the goal? Because there's been a lot of talk, like, over the course of the series about, like, reforming the demon world yeah, the and demon stuff king. like that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm curious to see where they go considering, again, freshman. He's a freshman. He's, mm-hmm. he, he is a freshman. <laughs> and we have quite a ways to go. Naruto at least aged, you know? Um, uh-huh. But it did take him like two hundred episodes, so. And who knows what's happening in Baruto? <laughs> yeah, no, I he's he stopped. He he finished the finding the dinosaurs. I can tell you that much. Okay, I have <laughs> my girlfriend has been watching those fucking TikToks about uh-huh. Naruto about Sasuke 
fighting the dinosaurs or whatever. And yeah. she's constantly linking them every week of just like people like talking in disbelief about the darn dinosaurs <laughs> and Naruto reacts. I love it so much. It's just always like just like guys being like, I don't know anything about Naruto, but he's still every week I turn it tune in and he is still fighting the dinosaurs. <laughs> this week he became friends with the dinosaurs. Like just that sounds like a great way to consume this series in a way I never have to watch it, honestly. Yeah, no, exactly. I, 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 that's sort of where I've fallen as well. Uh, it is fascinating. I, I found out that this was a light novel that, it, that this current arc of Boruto is based on. There's because a, they have there's to a, for time. There's light novels? Oh, yeah. And this one is about Sasuke and dinosaurs. Uh, it's really wonderful. <laughs> I think uh, we can learn a lot from it, and I'm glad got it sick of drawing educated. like this shit. So it's now like we're <laughs> yeah. Still well, Kishimoto just took over the manga like semi recently. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, like I think I think some other people were handling it for a while, but he was like, "I'm done. No." Um, I love reading so much about Boruto. It seems like the worst fucking show <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I just. You just read shit like I, I think I said this on the show like a year ago when I searched it the first time where I was like seeing some people say like R.I.P. Naruto and I was like what the fuck and I googled did Naruto die in Boruto and the first result was like those little Google boxes that have the thing and it says Naruto's face to fa- uh, fate worse than death. And I was just like, just everything about Boruto is worded like that. Like, it's just, it's all it's just insane horseshit that doesn't matter. But then it'll be like, it'll be super grim and like insane. And then it will be some shit like, and then Sasuke forgot Salad's birthday. And she was kind of upset about that. And it's just like, I think like there's bigger problems at hand if Naruto's suffering a fate worse than death. Uh but no, Shonen are fucking insane. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, uh, you know, I could talk real quick about Trigun. Uh, I have also never seen Trigun. Like you said, you hadn't, John. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been watching Stampede with my wife who loves Trigun. And uh, it's been very interesting. Um, I still think, I think it's a great show. I think it's really well made, really interesting, looks beautiful. Uh, my understanding is that story-wise, they're taking a lot of very interesting turns, deviations. Uh, and I don't know if all of those are bangers to people who are really familiar with the show. Um, I know that uh, Spencer was upset because they changed a guy who uh, was like the quintessential like epic cowboy, edgy cowboy type dude who has like a, a cowboy hat and like a bunch of scarves and stuff they just turn him into a dude with a suit and no hat damn no hat and i was like damn and then they could change that in the long run because it's a reoccurring character but it's like it, it, there's a lot of weird decisions like that uh, happening throughout in a way that's really made me curious about watching or reading the original trigun um i've almost considered making it our assigned series when i get to pick in a couple months yeah. Uh, yeah, I, sure. I thought that it might be interesting. Um, the one thing I'll say immediately that I think is the big problem with the show, even though it looks it looks absolutely beautiful, right? Because it's mm-hmm. it's Studio Orange. It looks fantastic. It looks like really good emotion. They do a lot of great effects because it is Studio Orange and it is this beautiful, expensive CGI animation. There is no filler in the show, and uh, to me. 
even as someone removed from Trigon, that felt like a show that thrived off of its filler. Mm-hmm. Like, really did a lot of character building. So right now what we have is a lot of intensity. And this show... When you look at Trigon originally, you think of it as, like, goofy, right? Like, he's the funny guy. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's very over-exaggerated, comical. And this is, like, emo yaoi extreme like it's crazy dude i know people have talked about like the director for the show is liking and retweeting yaoi on twitter all day of uh uh, vash and wolfwood but like it's fucking crazy dude like it is like vash is the most sad little emo boy in the show ever he's like he's not he's like barely goofy at all he's very goofy in like the first few episodes and then he's like He's so emo. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like uh, I really like what I've seen though, and it, this has encouraged me to get into Trigon at large because it's like this is this feels like the like I mean this in a nicer way. This is like the Nintendo hire this man of Trigon to me of like (laughs) it looks crazy good and like it has like it feels like it's going it it feels like this is made for i think anyone could watch this but it feels like it is made for you have consumed all of trigon here is my new approach to telling you the story of trigon because the original creator is working on the plot it's like is doing the script for this and everything right um and they're just rearranging things in a way that feels like I think I said it the first time of like it feels like you are watching you are seeing now how the story would have been written if it wasn't being written week to week originally like if you sit there and you look at the completed trigon all of it and then you go how would I rearrange this to tell the whole story in like a x amount of time and that feels like what this is um and I think it's it's doing a decent job at that like I I've I've been enjoying it I've understood everything that's happening even as an outsider. Um, Mm. But I know some people don't like some of the changes. Um, I will say the main change that I already complimented before is they did make million knives actually have a million knives. Thank God. Um, But uh, yeah, I, I do recommend watching it. I do. I do. Uh, It's just, it's very weird growing up with like trigon manga at the library or like barnes and noble or something and seeing like how goofy and over the top it looked all the time and then then just like i said seeing emo yaoi right like that is not the vibes you get at all and i to my understanding that is what it has been about like actually like under the surface but it's it's surrounded by the goofiness in a way that like you know it feels more like a cohesive whole rather than just one part um yeah it's it's really insane to me i i almost wouldn't mind if they were just like they did i don't know how long this is i don't know if this is a 12 episode show or what i almost wouldn't mind if they were like all right that was 12 episodes of studio orange's trigun stampede now we go to another uh studio that doesn't have to spend seven billion dollars on cgi I, I wouldn't mind that. Mm-hmm. LV. Yeah. What uh, I, I would like to hear about the Fire Hunter still. Uh, yeah. If sure. you would like to talk about it. Because that was the one. It was based off of a novel, I believe. Yeah. We were looking it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I think it's a ser- novel series that has since finished. So this is oh, okay. this, this, this anime likely is adapting that whole series. 
Um, the anime is the anime script is written by Mamoru Oishi. Oishi. Um, so uh, that already sets like, huh? Okay, this is probably good or probably interesting in some way. Um, and um, it's uh, being animated by Signal, Signal MD, who also have done. <laughs> they have not done a lot of good stuff, uh, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> well, they did they did MMO Junkie, but sadly, the MMO Junkie anime has been tainted by like being directed by a bad person. But yeah. nonetheless, that was a good series. Um, but that's kind of like the best thing. That's not an done. animation show house either, really mm-hmm, necessarily. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of great films. They had they they did do World, words bubble bubble up like soda pop, which I've discussed before. They did they did napping princess and they did and they did that um, new cyborg 009 movie. I never seen it, but I remember that was like a big deal when it was being promoted. But yeah, the fire hunter, nonetheless, um, it is a. I guess I guess it is kind of like the future. It's kind of like a a a somewhat collapsed future. Like you you know, it's it's like they it's the it's a future where the threads between different class. Uh, whoa, that's a little too realistic, right? Uh, it's a it's a future where things are fucked up, right? Let's let's just say that, and as as if that isn't that far from things now, right? Um, but there is an in- interesting like mythology uh in this world um around people called yeah fire hunters um and 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 in this world like humans are more connected to the whole like um the whole yeah the whole origin story of humans discovering fire in the prehistoric ages and as a result um this this title called the fire hunters um became like a you know a What's the word? Um, it became this like kind of reoccurring like title, like something that's normalized, like a doctor, right? You know what I mean? It's just like it's like an occupation yeah. that, since antiquity, has been has been a thing that's been established, and and uh, <laughs> and in this case, um, this is a world where um, humans have not only just discovered fire, but there's also an at- alternative source of fire which comes from the blood of demons. Uh, <laughs> right. And that's and that's what the fire hunters are there for. They're there to both, uh, I guess, draw from that particular resource and also keep those demons at bay. Um, and uh, one day this little girl stumbles upon a fire hunter who got killed in the middle of a, like in, in the middle of like his hunt with a demon. Um, and, she is she's she's set and she's set on she's embarked on this big journey to go across the world to go somewhere to um re- return um return his belongings and his dog who survived the battle um to his home to his home country to uh to his um to the capital you know and they call it the capital you know what i mean like like in the hunger capital. games they don't say the name it's just like the capital uh. it's like oh this is an important city we go here <laughs> <laughs> the capital <laughs> again um and yeah so you know again this is great to talk about episodic stuff right like it is a little episodic like so yeah she's going through different towns meeting different people something you know something spanned more than one episode where like one one thing is like she was she was on a train and um 
And that lasted like a more, like more than one episode where she's on a train and she meets these group of women who are who are like, you know, like turns out they're being arranged to be married to different to a bunch of guys. And and they're and she learns about all their different stories and situations as to why they're in the, like whether or not they want to do this or like were they in this, you know, all these things. So yeah, it's like it's like it, it's like unpacking all these different aspects of this very strange kind of world that is very grounded similar to our reality. But yeah, it's it's we're hearing different stories and like being exposed to different narratives of like different lifestyles and cultures and, and all that for as this girl as this little girl is just set off on her own to like return to this, this guy's dog um and to go to the capital essentially um and um there's a there's a second narrative going on at the same time where there's this young man whose little sister who and I and I believe they're implying he is in the capital himself so he's 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 a different perspective so she so Toko is coming from like you know, like this, this, you know, this humble small village from, from, you know, out in the wilderness. And then, yeah, we, we, there's this other narrative where this, a little older young man, um, with his sex sister, um, and this other woman and his kind of own, um, grappling with reality where I, you know, I think he's someone of the higher class basically with, with the reality they're in and the, of how his sister got sick, etc. The show is very much an on-the-nose environmentalism message <laughs> with the whole premise, right? It's, it's it's very much like, oh yeah, when humans took the fire from the demons, everything got back. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's very, like, not subtle. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's this, there's this, like, wonderful narration every episode, but it just, it really is just spelling things out, and it's like, yeah, I, I got that. <laughs> um, here, this is the problem. Uh, and, um, so yeah, like, yeah, his sister got sick because of the, the fire thing. Um, and, and also, yeah, with the, with the artistic direction, like, yeah, they, they show clearly like factory towns. Uh, uh, Toko runs into this one old woman who, who, who decides to shelter her, you know, and she's like, oh, you know, like she figures out her situation, you know, like all these other people are sheltering her or helping her out, et cetera. And she outright says something like, oh no, we should, we should help her. Is she okay? Um, and, and a piece of dialogue was just very like blatantly like, oh no, she's, it's okay. I, when I work in the factories, you just get sick like this. You know, it's just like the, <laughs> the writing of the show is just not like, <laughs> like, like subtle at all. Um, uh, but that said, it, it, it is a very interesting series. I'm, I'm curious as to where it will go. Like we're reaching a point in the series where this Toko is going to meet this young man and like, wh- what, what is that going to do? What is going to happen? Right. Um, like what, wh- what is the meaning of that? Right. That said, I think, I think what stood out to me the most as, as amongst with other people's criticism and, you know, and mixture of praise too with the series is the visuals. Um, and, you know, as you were mentioning with Irma, like, oh, do you, I feel like this, the arc was stretched out because this was like a weird overlap with, with COVID interrupting production. And they're just like, ah, you know, so it, it didn't feel, it, it didn't feel intentional, right? And I unfortunately feel the same way with this show, which has a very interesting art style that's very muted, kind of weird and jarring, like, like not in a surreal way, but it, it feels very, illustrative it, it does it, like something about the quality of the show uh especially when it's like muted like autumnal like like a lot of browns and sepia toe like something about its yeah. color palette reminds me of yeah this would be on adult swim <laughs> circa 2009 uh, or whatever uh um, more ass show yeah claymore ass show uh mm-hmm. a show that stood out to me and rem- stays in my heart was uh 
Earth Girl, magical Earth Girl Arjuna, very strange show that also was an adult. So it reminds me a lot of that. Like, like, it, the, like, like a lot of character designs were very flat. There was like no shading. You know what I mean? Like there's these really fully drawn out, fully bodied, like anime characters that are all have these kind of semi-realistic um, elements to them. Like their eyes, like are kind of like, a little more detailed than like a typical like anime styled eye, et cetera, things like that. But yeah, also very flat. There's no shading, like what I was I saying? And and there's moments where the animation's very loose and kind of goopy, but in a way that's like interesting. Like, oh, okay. But it's it's gotten to the point where it's like too noticeable in a way that I like my concern is like, I don't think this was intentional. I think they're doing this because they were not um yeah, they were they were like not given a high budget. Um or or yeah, something like COVID production just like unfortunately impacting things negative negatively. And, um, like, a great example of this is, like, the fight scenes are pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> like, if I'm going to be honest, like, this is a this is a series that has, like, a lot of encounters with, like, yeah, the, these demons and, like, the, yeah, the, the fire hunters, like, fighting. They're, like, they're very strange and off-kiltered, like, not in a way that I feel like was artistically intentional. Um, like, I think it's, like, you know, there's moments where, like, it just cuts to a still. And I think that's cool. Like, you know, it's like, oh, okay. But then it does it and often enough where it's like, huh. It makes me like pause and think about like I, that was that was weird. There's other scenes too where like um, it does like a fake comic book panel effect where again it's now you just don't have one still you have like four stills to depict the scene, but it's not going to be animated. You know, it's going to slide in like a presentation, like you know, PowerPoint presentation, and it's like, huh, okay, very weird. Um, and yeah, there's just like a lot of moments like that that's a little hard to talk describe in words. Um, but there's just, there's like a jank quality, I guess, is what I'm saying to a lot of scenes where it's like, I, I don't think this like, was like an intentional experimental choice. I think this was done because like, it, they, 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 they didn't want to do anything else or they couldn't do anything else. Um, like noticeable actual like problems are things like a character sitting. Um, and how animation works is like, yeah, there's like different layers and then there's the camera rhetorical, you know, and, and, and traditional animation, there would be a real physical camera, like over these glass panels or like the actual, like wherever the canvas, so to speak is, you know, and then like today, it's just like a computer. There isn't an actual camera, but like, if you imagine a camera there, it looks like there's a character, like in the opening, there's a character who's sitting on the ground and then the, the, the imaginary camera, you know, zooming out, making the zooming out effect, the character starts sliding <laughs> in a way as if like, you know, and they, we, animation doesn't use really literal cells anymore, you know, let's say for some exceptions, but like, it's as if the cell the character was on was being accidentally moved because the camera was pulled. You know, I mean, I, I get, I don't know how to describe this in words, but there's, there's stuff like, yeah, the strange artistic choices they're making in like a lot of scenes, but then actually noticeable like animation mistakes that are happening at the same time that is making me like, oh no, like, you know, like, like, like taking a pause over like what is going on with the artistic direction of the series that I, I, that is, is definitely putting people off, I think. Which is a shame because the series is like unique and interesting and I'm curious as to where it goes. I'm sticking with it, but like it doesn't look great to look at. Uh-huh. And not in a way that's like, oh, that's cool. You know, like not in a way that's mind blowing. And it doesn't help too that ultimately when you do break down like what the series plot is, it's like, oh yeah, all right. Pollution bad. 
overusing resources bat like taking resources yeah. from things <laughs> bat like you know but nonetheless it is fucking it's a fucking weird series that I, like i said has adult swim buys like oh yeah it's just sort of air yeah way more ass um and i think like if it was like cut like executed better I think it would have been, it, I think that would have helped it a lot, but it doesn't help that there are all these tiny, small things that should be tiny and small, but they're at least too noticeable to me and like even to other people who have complained about it, that it, it just doesn't help the series at all. That is unfortunate. I guess, I, it's really astounding that like, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm trying to think of the way to word this. How do I word this? We talk a lot about there being so much anime, but it's like, it really is like, I feel like a studio like this wouldn't have been able to subsist for so long, if you know what I mean, if right. it wasn't for the insane na- na- uh, nature of anime in the current era right now. Right. Um, where I do wonder if it really is wholly on the fact that it is this specific studio animating this uh or doing this in a way like could a stronger studio have made this better even yeah anyway, it's like it's weird it is it's weird to think about i was i've been thinking that recently about like you know uh what magus bride season two is coming out soon and it's the people who left wit studio who are all the directors and everything for the first season mm-hmm. and it's like they went out to make their own studio just for that. And it's like, if they ever oh. do anything else, like, uh, that'll be so weird. <laughs> you know, like, I, there's just so many studios now. And it's, I think it's just, it's sad, really. I think, like, there shouldn't have to be this many studios, like, mm-hmm. having to take on all these projects. But it really is just so dire that everyone keeps having to strike out on their own because of how bad management is everywhere. Right. Is, but then they, <clears throat> then it's not clear if they have enough manpowered resources. To yeah, be like, yeah. Let's we'll just yeah, keep doing like what we're this. doing, and then yeah. but then it's like ah, that's not how like a startup or like a new company work. You know what I mean? It's like ah, too ambitious. Yeah. Um, I you know I'm realizing right now when you said like another two, I think immediately like again like how there are certain moments where or characters are moving. And, and again, in the, in, in not a regular scene where it's talking, like everything looks great. It's fine. But like, yeah, like I said, in a, this is noticeable in a lot of scenes that are very high dynamic and action packed where they like just like, ah, okay, well, ah, the, the, the pencil, the tablet pen is just going off its shits, you know, um, like a character moving and, and trying to do foreshortening, like, you know, their arm is like point, like, I don't know, like, I, I'm not a specific example, but like just something like that. Their, their, their foreshortening is kind of weird and fucked up. In a way that looks more like a drawing and anatomy mistake. And I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to emulate something like, and again, he did not like invent that, that sort of art style, but like something like what a Masaki Yuasa joint would be, where like, um, you know, like Naya Short, Walk on Girl, et cetera, like, like the, that very loose, fun anime style where like characters go off model, but it makes sense. Like it, it like makes sense for the context of like everything else going on, but they're doing it here where like, you have these kind of dark, realistic environments. There's a serious moment, and then a character just like goes off model and becomes a goopy man. Is very strange. Yeah. That's like an example that I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's what what, uh... what it's doing. It's like doing so many things because I don't think it is confident about what it was supposed to do. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think that's the word confidence. I didn't have confidence in like a specific art direction. I feel like there's more and more of that recently. <laughs> like, I, 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 I can't remember who I was talking about it with, but I was talking with someone about how like different. This, I think it was about Trigon, how the original Trigon anime looked, and it, how it's mm-hmm. like there's a lot of things that looked like that around that time period, but there's also yeah. just as many things that look like insanely different. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm at least glad we are out of that era of yeah. um, right after that, where everything looks like Hellgirl all the time, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Studio Dean kind of. Bad ass, yeah. Like, <laughs> Again, flat looking. Yeah, extremely flat. And yeah. I feel like we've gotten a little bit more of that recently, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so I, or not I, the universe decided to put an end to Dawn Brothers this week. Uh, Was it, it intentional? Had, yeah, it had its oh, okay. episode. It, <laughs> ma- it made 50, 50 episodes. They managed oh, okay. to do it somehow. Um, no, yes, it was completely intentional. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but not wanted. I, I sort of wanted it to go forever, sadly, but we can't always get what we want. Um, but yeah, Dawn Brothers was great. I highly recommend it. I highly, highly recommend it. It, uh, was truly a one-of-a-kind program. I don't know how they managed to create this absolutely insane, like, super grounded sentai compared to like all of these other ones where these are just like people living their day-to-day lives like all of the characters have like normal jobs basically but it's not like treated like a joke it's just like you know like one of them's the salary salary man the 35 year old wife guy right he's a salary man one of them's like a manga artist teen who's trying to be a manga artist one the main guy's just a delivery guy like they're all just normal dudes and then it just insane bullshit all the time but it never goes like to it never gets to like a lot of these common writers and uh sentai shows get to the state where it's like the world is in danger right or something yeah, like, like that a bigger crisis never feels like that here never it's never like that it's always just like how does this affect these specific people in a way that you like never see with this stuff like it was really it was really, really special <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, it is such an experience. It, I, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to watch the new one, which is a bug and king themed. <laughs> uh, right. I think it's called like o- Ogre oh, shit. or something like that. Like Osama. Um beetles like yeah like like like, sta- like, like yeah bugs. you know like a, like the oh, king yeah. stag beetle type Hell of, yeah. i think it's that sort of the idea yeah they look really <laughs> they have a, they have a non-binary ranger because they've been doing that recently oh cool with, uh they did that with common rider too recently um it's interesting i uh i don't know how much i'll like this new one because don brothers felt like a very specific breed <laughs> that uh <laughs> will be hard to replicate but it'll be interesting to see what that is but yeah, a great show. I am in awe that it lasted 50 episodes. You'd think it genuinely at times, like it was so insane. Like it generally felt like they weren't doing anything offensive or anything, but you felt like something was going to go wrong and mm-hmm. like it was going to be pulled off the air or something. Like it's just so, uh, 
they barely answered any of the questions they established and that I, the fact that i don't give a shit is speaks to the power <laughs> of that <laughs> show like i didn't have to care because it was just like you know what whatever it was all just a vehicle for for um, like just fantastic character writing throughout it's like a show of just character writing basically it's just so funny it's so fucking funny um it will be it will be sorely missed <laughs> Um, all right, Elvie, how about one more thing? Do you want to talk about your, your insane show that you are continuing to watch, which is different, uh, different I, kind I, of insane. No, I'll talk about a different insane show. What is there to say about the, the angel next door supposed to be rotten? Nothing. They're doing nothing. Nothing. <laughs> is it? So it's like Toki, Toki, uh. Yeah, Toki, yeah. No, but I, but again, at least they, they're, in that, they're teasing you this, they're hanging this character, being like, There's oh, impl- she's a weird moon princess. Yeah. yeah. She's Kaguya, he, no. This one has nothing. This one is just... These are not normal teenagers. I don't understand what's going on. Christmas has happened. Uh, She spends... She's like, oh, do you want to spend Christmas... We know Christmas in Japan is romantic, so insane for her to be like, let's spend Christmas together and and that not be weird. Like, you know what I mean? It's Anyway, nothing fucking happens in that show. So, But my favorite characters in the show is, like, the guys, like, best friends who are dating each other, and they're like... You guys are freaks. Let's, you know, like I love them. Yeah. They're good. They're like the foils in a way. They're like they're like the like the the reference point <laughs> of like yeah. Couple. Why are yeah? They're normal. They're just straight and normal, right? That's and, what Edward <laughs> Elric was talking about when he, he said normal <laughs> couple. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm still watching that show though. I just need to know what insane thing happens next, which is nothing. Um, how? Oh God. God, just not to linger on, but yeah, like I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, was this something that someone experienced in their school days? Yeah, like they, like they, this they were just like situation. They were just edged every day. Like, like I <laughs> is ed- is edging their thing. They were just like, I love to cuddle with this girl, but we don't like like each. You know, what I mean, I, what is going on? I they met his mom. Like, what do you mean? Like, we're, they just, she lives with him. She just lives with him now. They, and first of all, they're not even questioning, like, where's her family? Why are they not, like, where's her daughter? Why is she not going home? But anyway, that's what, that's what's going on in that show. And I am not going to be surprised if in the finale, they don't even, like, hold hands. Like, it's going to be insane. It's going to be like what happens in Clan Ed, where it's, like, a little too vulgar. Like, they can't hold hands. Um, but anyway. My God, even in Ahar and Son, they confessed before the series ended. Uh, bu- buddy Daddies, love this show. There, no homo daddies, if I if I were to properly call it. Um, <laughs> very fucking good show. Um, up, upon first glance, a lot of people will easily com- compare it to like Spy X Family, Great Protect, you know, all the all these like Cohen Brothers esque thriller. Probably like even like High Cartoon, but not. It's not. It doesn't have like the. The power stuff at all. Though this is like a more grounded show. Um, but yeah, like a lot of comparisons to Spike's family, uh, Yakuza's uh, daughter from last season, which I, again, I love. One of my favorite shows from last year. Um, and um, yeah, like if you're into any of those shows, you'll you'll love this. You'll fall in love with this pretty in- instantly. Um, the premise in this one is that um, these two guys who, yeah. They do do they do all sorts of work again similar 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 setup they're assassins mercenaries whatever they do they do a bunch of work for the mob against the mob sometimes with them yeah all those things and in one mission uh, the, the Kazuki 
the blonde one, the kind of, I guess, the main character, so to speak. He's more of the main character compared to the other guy. Um, had, yeah, basically had to kill this, this bad person. Um, I guess to summarize it, this bad person who's like kind of leading a trafficking situation, all that. Um, and this little girl like kind of steps in, like intervening and, Nonetheless, she was fine and all that. But then now he's, like, left with a choice but to take her home. And all he gets is, like, a notice over, like, who her parents are and all that. Um, and, yeah, so he and his roommate, you know, and it's, like, he and his roommate, they, like, work together. He- his roommate is also an assassin. And, yeah, they now are just, like, co-parenting her. <laughs> They're just co-parenting her. It's them, like, in all shenanigans trying to figure out how to parent this girl, trying to understand how a girl specifically works, because they're both men, which is also very funny, as I will go into some of the examples. Um, and yeah, like, um, and ultimately most of the series right now, it seems like they're committed to keeping her. Um, so they're just literally just these two guys raising a daughter together <laughs> um, in the midst of them, like, balancing Oh my gosh, we, we get ourselves in all t- sorts of dangerous situations. And, and yeah, it's very cartoony in that, like, so far nothing bad has happened to the girl. She gets saved every time. She's fine every time, right? So that's kind of the set of, you know, very Looney Tunes logic of like, no one actually seems to be getting hurt so far. Um, but it, it, it really does a good job, I think, of like unpacking very serious issues. I mean, similar, again, similar to like a lot of my anime picks from last year. Where there were so many, there are so many in general, like, uh, anime series, like, exploring concepts of found family and, like, leaving unhealthy, toxic family dynamics, like, bad parents. Like, it's, I think it's very interesting how this is, like, kind of coming out all at once. And this is another series that does that. Um, they, they, they say, they established from the get-go that Kazuki had, like, a partner and child and he lost them actually and and they don't really allow they haven't really elaborated yet what happened to them like what killed them like you know what's going on so so that kind of like feeds into like his his desire to kind of like take care of this kid um and then meanwhile his uh partner ray who's the black-haired fellow um and he's very fun he's very fun his character design is very fun um because, like, on the surface, um, when he goes out, does his jobs and all that, like, yeah, he, like, has, like, a whole cool aftershave thing. He, like, looks like a scary man. Like, he, and he has, like, you know, a man button and all that. But, but at home, he's just, like, a hikamori. And, like, his design is totally different. And not totally, totally different, but, like, his his hair down, like, makes a significant difference. And it's actually really fun to have a character like that where they actually are consistent with not just the same outfit. But he does present himself differently. Like different times, yeah, and, I, and that's cool. Like they're actually putting like more into just oh, same outfit thing that like a lot of cartoon characters uh, do. I that like actually changing the hairstyle. Like hair, like hairstyle alone does a lot. And like yeah. you see that in anime where, um, you know, a significant difference. I one of the significant style differences between like Western cartoons and like anime or a lot of like Asian like produced like animation is um. And, 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 like, American cartoons, like, like, yeah, outfits change and stuff, but we actually see characters do change up their hairstyle occasionally. We don't see that a lot in anime because, you know, again, the stereotypes, like, oh, pink hair, big spiky hair, like, you know, like, we see in anime. Like, yeah, hair really does define a character design, and I, I'm noticing. And, but, we, yeah, we don't see that a lot, and I was surprised that, like, oh, yeah, they actually do this often in the series, where this character changes up his hair between these two different styles a lot. I'm sorry, what you were saying. Oh, no, it's fine. I, I was just going to say that does make me think of, again, uh, the uh, 
bit from the spy family manga where the mm-hmm. creator drew all of yours outfits for yes. a week or whatever and it's just yeah. like oh i can't i don't draw this because i have to draw this manga every week instead <laughs> this way and it's like yeah i wish i wish we could have more I wish. and that's why she only seems to have one outfit <laughs> yeah. like but if this was the real world this is what she would be wearing yeah yeah um but yeah, and uh, Ray, Ray, you know they 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 show he had a lot of issues with his own father, who was just very abusive. Like the sort of relationship where his father treated him like a subordinate versus a son, like he couldn't call him dad, etc. All those things. So they both actually have like these like broken family backstories that kind of feeds into their dynamic now with this little girl they have to take care of, um, and the little girl is named uh, Miri, and she her. Both of her voice actresses, from my understanding, both Japanese and English, they're both adult women. Their okay. performances are very good. Um, okay. And they sound very realistic in terms of, like, how a kid acts, which is very funny to me that some people are put off by the series because they're like, oh, she's annoying. Like, why is she screaming? And, like, this, but this makes sense. She's, like, maybe, like, nine, she's, like, five, six, I don't know. Yeah, yeah guess th- what? She's a Children are annoying. Kid. Yeah. Yeah, kids are, kids can be annoying. And, like, um... Once you're processing, like, oh, shit, yeah, everyone here is fucked up and everyone had a fucked up family dynamic and weren't raised healthily, she would be, like, kind of annoying and over-attentive and, like, needy because she had shitty parents. She didn't live a normal life. She didn't have normal parents. She didn't ha- wasn't in a normal household. So it makes sense that she's constantly needy, which is one of the recurring jokes throughout, like, the first couple of episodes. Like, she's just constantly asking or screaming for something. And the two are like trying to figure out how to handle it. And I was very surprised by the 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 whole like character dynamic between the two, where like you would think like, oh, they would be annoyed or they would just be like shitty to her and stuff. But no, they're actually very attentive to her, which again makes a lot of sense because we are introduced early on that these two characters had bad families. So they're not they're not trying to repeat that with her. And that's like pretty, pretty that's very sweet, like to show that. And not like while well, in the stereotype of like oh ha they're like both guys they don't know what the fuck they do which which they, which uh, they explore later on but like they're not immediately like bad to her just because like oh lol dudes right um and but they quickly like warm up to being like okay we're we're and they don't say that explicitly but like, yeah they, they, the way their characters are like acting it's like very clear that I I think like it's very intentful when yeah we're trying not to repeat what we went through as growing up, et cetera, or, like, how we lost our families, right? And, yeah, the first couple... And then also within those first couple episodes, right, they're pushing to, like, bring her back to whom they know is... Her mom is still alive, who is a lounge singer. Um, and she... She merely sings the song, and, like, they're eventually tracking down. And, um, and yeah, very curious as to how the series will end, because it's... They really set up that... Yeah, they don't want to return her, because they realize her mom is also fucked up, and has a lot of trauma actually from having Miri. And, and, and again, this was like, this stood out to me too from a series like Kotaru, uh, Kotaru Kun, um, last, last year. We're actually showing parents that are unhappy with the fact that they had kids or like the, the, the concept that the kid may have, you know, and again, not the kid's fault, but the concept that in their head, they believe their kid ruined their life. And a character like that actually just saying that. Is was like whoa, you know. I, I don't know how to put it in words, but like just whoa, like you know, I've not really seen that in like, um, in a lot of shows. Like, ex- trying to explore this difficult topic, um, especially when it comes to like if if your show is exploring parenting, you know what that's like. Yeah. And yeah, and then like just recognizing this mom is like 
stuck in a cycle of abuse. You know, she's still with another shitty guy, and she clearly does not want her daughter back. So now the rest of the series is them kind of embracing that they're just going to co-parent this child and give her the best whatever it is. And it's like, oh, okay. So I don't know what the end game is ultimately, you know, and, and, and but I'm fine with it if they're just like keeping her. Um, but, you know, I hope it doesn't come around being like, oh, in the end, the mom changed her, you know, because it's not easy like that, right? It was very clear that she was just unhappy if she had her again. Um, you know, the obification, which I hope that that is not what the series has. Like, oh, she's a woman. And if she had a child, she'd be, you know, I, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, this is a very good series so far. Um, and yeah, you have to take it at face value because it, it is very cartoonish and like nothing really bad seems to be happening so far. Like it's like every episode, like, oh shit, they're in a dilemma. Oh no, the baby has a gun. Oh, don't worry. The safety was on. There's no, you know, there, there's nothing bad really happening. It's just like all these like close call hijinks, right? Where they're running around, making sure to dodge bullets while holding the, the, their, their kid. And, um, uh, I really love the episode where they had to figure out, uh, we can't keep her alone in our apartment all day. We have to like put her in daycare and <laughs> the bureau, them learning about the bureaucracy of, yeah, bureaucracy of like submitting and applying your kid to a school, uh, and the paperwork. And then the, the whole episode was them like being like, Oh, this is fine. It's great. This school seems great. And then like realizing, Oh, we, there, there's there's more going on and like she actually has been unhappy in school and and then learning about the nuances of like uh like kind of like i guess di- like dynamics between kids which which I, which i'm surprised and i never thought about like but you know they're you know and they're spoiling her and they're like oh yeah we're gonna get her the best clothes and then the teacher finally tells them like oh we think she's unhappy because she feels left out and they imply that her clothes were kind of like too bougie looking compared to the other kids. So she, there might have been some weird sort of social ostracization going on in the, in the, in the group where like people don't know, how, like the other kids feel, the other kids are afraid to talk to her and something like that, you know? And then eventually they learned about basically Daiso or the equivalent of what Daiso is in this year. They learned about Dollar Tree. Uh, they learned about like discount stores moms go to to get cheap clothes. And that was awesome. And then they were like, oh shit, we'll get her normal clothes. We're not going to give her some Tiffany's diamond dress. That makes no sense. You know, it, it, it's very fun. That's like what, like, it's, it's very cute. It's just a very cute show with like, you know, with this underbelly that's very sad and upsetting, but it's showing how these characters are kind of like overcoming that in their own ways. Um, and yeah, they're just, they're just, they're, they're buddy daddies. They're homo daddies, really. Like, that's, that's what I would call them. They're, they're like both fathering this kid. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just very fun. It's very good. And, and consistently like- great visuals and animation. Like, there's not, there's not, it's like, it's always dynamic. There's always something insane happening. Uh huh. You got the yeah. good PA works. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad that it's good that, original anime should be good <laughs> gonna say it every time for real like yeah it is original piece of work yeah it's uh that that was the main thing i knew about it so i was hoping that it would be good but you never know the, the i know the title was off-putting to many um but <laughs> it's an insane title yeah um neat nitro plus nitro plus wait I'm yeah looking apparently into that's crazy they, um, can, they can put the girl in the next nitro plus blasters <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a six-year-old yeah. 
No, her, her that's not too crazy. Honestly. Her tattoo, her main thing is just dodging. She doesn't have to. <laughs> she could dodge well, all the dodge. moves and summon the buddy daddies to attack. Yeah, 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 exactly. All of her attacks will be dodging, and they'll make yeah, the guys she'll appear. Her yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Easy, easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy. <laughs> oh, all right. I think we'll wrap it up then. Just do a nice fast one. I mean, we're minus one person, so cutting down the list, the recording time by we, one fourth makes we, sense. We do have some quick cues here. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, yeah, so so if you want to send in a question or an opinion on what you've been watching, go ahead and go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. You'll sound like these folks right here. Uh, Topaz Luck Dragon just sent in Sui. Sui. Yeah, and and it was a no idea what this is about. But I did. I I was considering it for a little bit, and I did realize, like, oh right, I have been watching that. Uh, you know, uh, uh, cooking in another world with my insane skill. Uh, and that uh that that show has an adorable baby slime. That is the best part of that show. It, it was a baby slime that was just born, and she's named Suey. And for the longest time, she just says Suey Suey, and then uh, now she can speak. Congratulations. Because, uh, she was loved enough. Congratulations to Sui to, to, for speaking. Uh, if, if, if she wants, she can come guest on the show. Yeah. <laughs> she can, she could you. now. Yeah. She could say a lot. Yeah. I'd love to talk to you about the, the food. The food. Uh, Shulis asks, once they take Gammon out back behind the woodshed in a few weeks, where am I to get my good boy fix now? You know... <laughs> That's tough. Um, I and they're think making, we're, they're making another Digimon show, right? I mean, it's it's I, I, presumptuously, I, right? They're I still think, like in, all in all cylinders fired, right? On the Digimon train, I feel like they've been really putting it on for like the last few years. Yeah, I mean, what I saw is I think that what they said was Ghost Game was supposed to be something to bring new fans on, and then this season is going to be something for like. Fan, people heads. have been fan, yeah, for mm. old heads, yeah. So may, maybe this one won't have uh, a quote unquote good boys, and it, it won't have cu- cu- cute little bastards. This is probably going to be more, um, more your Digimon tamers sort of thing. I think it, it'll be. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. There's got to be somewhere you could just. There's got to be a show with uh, with a cute little bastard. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're at like critical level. Like like Yokai Watch died. I would recommend that one because Yokai Watch is awesome. I mean, if you haven't seen Yokai Watch, I think it's pretty good. I don't think. Is, I mean, is my take. I don't know everything that Shoeless has watched. I can't tell you. Uh, I, I have not. I have not been in his mind palace. Um, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think he's watched Yokai Watch. Maybe. Yeah. You know what? Check I out like Yo-Kai it. Watch, I, I yeah. think the anime is great. I think the anime really it's just an insane comedy show. Like it's, you just see little guys doing insane bullshit all the time. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I Jibanyan is, is a, is yeah, a J- little, Jibanyan's great. Jibanyan's a little, a little weird fucker. And I he changes into all those different types. There's the war criminal version, just like with the, the Gammon, right? Like mm-hmm. there's so many options. I miss Yokai watch. I I wish they didn't kill it. I think it it was genuinely a good thing to have around children's SMT. 
And, and I mean, you know what? Digimon Cyber Sleuth kind of became children's SMT, too. So, yeah, hey. that's true. Yeah. So, uh, Digimon rising back to prominence, I think, right as Yokai Watch was dying. At least, very least, it is there. Yeah. I. Those Pokemon shows, too. There's, there's like, two coming out, aren't there? There's the stop yeah, motion the post, one. This is the, the post-Ash world. Yeah, post they're going to Post-Ash Gemshin world. A whole new series. It's but Pokemon that's not until, concierge. like, the fall, right? I mean... Yeah, but again, I don't think that this is gonna have like. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the the maybe the next season will like maybe Fue Coco will be a little bastard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Quacks Quacksley's gonna be like a, a, a stuck up little shit. I stand oh, yeah. by that Quacksley is not a Pokemon. That is human. That is a human man. <laughs> that's just, that's, like that's I just, don't. The, like that's Quax- a guy. Quaxley's just a, a, a little, a little, a little boy, and then it turns into a full-grown man for for yeah, full, yeah. I could see when that. I was, I when I was playing that game on launch night with my friend who came over, he was like, he was saying that that was the the chairman's son who was pretending to be a Pokemon. <laughs> like, he had snuck in with the rest, and I was like, yeah, because he's fucking. He doesn't act like a Pokemon. He acts like a damn guy. Like it's not right. I mean, they're just doing, like, carnival dancing at the end, too. That's fucked up. That's just a person. (sighs) All right, that's all, though? That's it, yeah. Shoeless Watch, Yokai Watch. There you go. It's pretty good. I recommend Mm -hmm. it. It's a little goofy, but, I mean, what isn't? That's what he he seems to want, so. Yeah, yeah. it's a Digimon, then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Uh, so next time we are watching, as John said earlier, Liz, Liz and the Blue Bird. Um, and we're going to talk about that next time around. As always, patreon.com slash VGCC. $3 gets you everything one week early. Uh, we will be doing a patron choice next time. If you want to throw one into the bucket, the pile, just send it our way. Just say like, hey, I want you to watch X and we will consider it. It will be added to the list. And depending on the vibes of any given recording night, we will we will pick it. Um, I feel like we should make some sort of like more elaborate procedure, but also like I don't know. I think it's important to have the vibes. I think it's important mm-hmm. that we're all just like, yeah, this is what we feel like. We don't, you know, like it was perfect to have Hell Girl around Halloween. It was. It was. <laughs> that was the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. All right. Um. That'll do it then. And uh, yeah, I hope everyone has a good night, week, month, year, etc. And I'll uh, see you next time on another episode of Unlimited Railworks. Bye! Story, Tokido Shiba, she's the Mokinish Nai.